This is the Gary V Audio Experience. So um, I'm extremely grateful that I get to be here with you and everyone else. Um, and there have been a lot of questions about we be friends. That's why we are all here. But you've also been such a guidance for me in the past year. So I have more of a general question. Please. Um, and it's how do you distinguish between what you yourself truly want and what you believe you want because you're taught so, for example, by society, friends, and family? It's a great question. Um, this is challenging for me to answer because it's something very specific. I have no idea. That is literally how I'll start this sentence. How, at the age of 11, I could have had the natural intuition, foresight, clarity to know everything that I was and needed to do and was willing to deal with judgment at scale to get there. Meaning, when I hear that question, I've known since I was 11 and there was just no debate. I was practicing. Why I'm an innovator is because of how I lived my childhood. I'm back to what most, I like when people tell me it's a scam. People, do you know that people I knew since I was a kid, nine, eight, when I used to visit my dad at the store, people that were like, you know, your uncle, it's not, it's like your dad's friend. You know, like, when I launched winelibrary.com, I had grown-ups tell me that I was going to ruin my father's life. That this was gonna distract, that like, your dad came, and like, not even like ruin, like emotional stories. Like, there's a, there's a great man, his name was Willie Burnett. He passed many years ago. But he always means a lot to me. I'm gonna get a little emotional because when my dad couldn't speak English, when he first worked in the liquor store, he was the only salesman that was nice to him. Which is awesome because then when my dad eventually owned the store, he kept Willie as a salesman. When Willie was 100 years old, when I was in the business, he still had the account even though I was like, Willie, we're going to computers. He was like, computer? He, was, he wanted to like write into the wall. He barely used paper. He was that old school. Very strong feeling for me. Like, was, like my dad was like at his deathbed. He meant a lot to my dad, which means a lot to me. He literally sat me down from a good place and told me that Wine Library, like the website was going to hurt. Your father came here with nothing and you're gonna waste all this money on this fad. You know? Mm. You know, I was trained for that. You might have not been. Most people aren't. It's my biggest problem with school. School teaches people to accept and even aspire towards subjective affirmation every 90 days on teaching a commodity. Mm. It's destroying children. We have destroyed. The only people that achieve remarkable things in life were the ones that legitimately, either in their mind or through execution, went against accepting the process. Most don't. And then they find themselves in a place where even understanding who they are is a challenge because all they've done is try to aspire towards this tangible outside validation infrastructure that is not grounded in anything important. So it's hard for me to answer. Now I'm gonna give you an answer that's less hard for me as somebody who's consumed a quadrillion messages. 
over the last 15 years and has interacted with an ungodly amount of people. I think you know the answer. I just think you're scared to say it. People say they don't know because that's the protectionism to the fear of putting it out there and dealing with the judgment that comes along with it. Plus they also often, very often, love the person that is judging them, actually. It's not like they, you know, when the whole parent thing is so challenging for me where I'm like, fuck your parents. It's, it's not fuck your parents in the macro, it's fuck your parents in the micro, right? No, really, really, it's, it's love your parents, appreciate your parents, know why they're scared, they love you so much, they're scared. But in the micro, you can't live for your parents' validation as a grown-up, it's only gonna lead to resentment. You're either gonna, not, you're either gonna have small friction now or a very big friction later. The amount of people that wake up at 45 and deeply resent their parents because they tried to appease their parents for the last 20 years is very high. And then sometimes it's not even your parents, sometimes it's an older sibling, sometimes it's random strangers and social media. There's like so many things that people try to validate for but you know, I think everybody knows the answer of who they actually are. Everybody's got a real, like, you know, even when you're not great at self-awareness, you are very tapped into self-interest. People are very clear on their self-interest. Most people just don't want to say it out loud. Thank you, Gary. You're welcome. Okay, more questions from the back. To just wrap it up, to give you something tangible, swimming, riding a bike, having your first kiss, having sex for the first time. A lot of it for a lot of people is very scary on paper before it happens and then you do it and you're like, that's it? (laughs) And so I believe the same thing with like making a professional jump or something like this. Right now you have it in your mind, whatever that is, it's scary which is why you're asking the question. But in reality, it's really not a big deal. You're welcome. Casey. Gary? Hey. Hey, my name is Casey. Casey. It's, uh, it's crazy to be sitting here next to you. I'm humbled. Um, first thing, I've been consuming your content for a dozen years or so um, to the point where you <laughs> helped me transition from the golf business. I was a professional golfer and working in golf and working weekends and holidays and to the point where we live in Orlando, and to the point where we can come here every summer. Uh, my family right back here. I see. Uh, visiting Germany, I married a German girl. And, uh, Good decision. So to the point where Yeah, so to the point where we have the, the time, flexibility, financial awesome. freedom to, to do that. It's amazing. Um, we built a digital marketing agency uh, graphic design, and uh, so for that, I thank you like crazy. Thank you. Thank you. It's um, awesome. My question is, you know, maybe the room might benefit from this, but um, you know, your ears are definitely to the ground in terms of Vayner, Sasha Group, mm-hmm. um, your work with the Fortune 100, the Fortune 5,000 companies, the even down <coughs> down the line. Um, and for our agency as well, 
Um, maybe you can comment on how aggressively they're moving into the NFT space or how those conversations are going and is that... They're, they're NFT curious, they're NFT scared, um, and they're going well for Vayner 3 because we're positioned more like a Bain and McKinsey where we're really going in there and doing internal education, road mapping, you know, but as far as execution, as you saw, you know, with Budweiser and Pepsi, we got brands to get going, but brands are transactional, as you know, and, and marketing campaign oriented, yep. not evergreen. So much of what works for me, like with goats or beef, it's all easy for me because it's evergreen. Like what's gonna happen? If I send them dog shit items for the next nine months and they all sell, the next day I can say, oh, there's a 19th and it's like, I can do anything. That's why the blockchain's so powerful. Um, Mark, big companies don't think that way. The CEO is not gonna be there forever. The CEO's looking to, you know this, right? Like most companies, big companies, they, yeah, they, they gotta make their stock price now. Mm-hmm. They care for three years, they're not even gonna be there. So, um, you know, they're, they're definitely NFT curious. They sense that it's going to be a big deal in consumer, but they're not, I got it, but they're not, thank you, uh, but they're not betting the farm yet. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and you probably can't blame them. Blame yeah, them I don't play, I don't. This moment well, time, that's, right? you know, the funniest thing about me as a businessman, as Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary Vaynerchuk confuses the shit out of people in meetings because they think they're gonna get Gary V. There's a very different conversation when I'm trying to get a young woman to shift her perspective that might lead to something happy or putting out content that entrepreneurs that are doing something similar can take and impact in a good way for themselves than me walking in and having a conversation with a CEO who's being held accountable to a stock price every 90 days. I'm contextual. So like, one, I would argue that's some of the stuff that's most fun for me is, you know, I go into rooms, seven executives from a Fortune 50 company, I have intuition superpower. So I walk in, there's seven people, I know which four people literally think I'm a scam. And there's no greater enjoyment than leaving there an hour and a half later watching them befuddled how I know their business better than they do. <laughs> because I'm blindly consumer, ear to the ground. And, and I'm also very cautious, meaning you know, once in a blue moon when something, TikTok. When I nailed TikTok, and it got obvious 18 months ago, 12 months ago, the tweets, because a lot of you have been following me long enough to know when I first started talking about TikTok, or even before Music. then, musically, the cynicism was very high. Even like my most ardent fans were sending me like emails like, I think this is gonna be the one that you're gonna get wrong. <laughs> and so when TikTok completely took and exploded, the tweets started to come out from the cynical community world of like, well even a clock gets lucky, right? Every, it's like, and I always laugh at that and I interact with that one. Similar to like why I have fun with the goats a little bit and razz back, as you guys know, I get a lot, I never hit back. It's just not my style, it's not what I'm here for, it's not, doesn't excite me, but occasionally I, I play because it's fun to mix it up. And I've definitely done that in the goat community, which was, hey, Johnny Pants, um, just curious if you want to show me the thing I was wrong about, or in your analogy, would love to see the 10 things I was massively wrong about instead of, t- I don't say a lot of things.
So in business means same, like if I don't know, I won't say it. Um, but what I know is consumer behavior. And that's what's protected me. I'm very loud, very out in front. I don't talk about, people ask me to talk about things all the time. I don't talk about them not because I'm disinterested or not. You can't get to everything. Like, you can't get to everything. And so, like, Solana. I'm, I'm extremely, I'm doing plenty of homework on Solana, but I don't want to talk until I have all my T's and I's crossed. And I'm busy. V friends alone is, you, you can see what I'm doing. So like, you know, it's like, people just talk for the sake of talking, hoping to get lucky. You know, I think the reason I have my career is, I am good at intuition, I am good at consumer behavior, but most of all, I do the work to put myself in a position to be able to say something. Uh, CryptoPunks, right? Let's start there for this group. After I spent 50 hours really buying in, before I bought them, and before I told anybody, and oh by the way, like I put it on Twitter and Discord and everywhere, you know, like the narratives make me so last, as if Mr. Beast and Logan are my best friends on earth. I told so many goddamn people because I want everybody to win. One of the things my mom told me that she admires about me is what she loved about her dad, who I got to know, but I don't remember because he died when I was three, or when I was five, but we left Russia at three and he didn't make it to America. <clears throat> I get greater joy of people winning alongside of me than me winning by myself. I've always done that with my friends. That's why the V friends thing is so fun for me. Mm-hmm. Right, and, it, and in, in, in that became the vulnerability of me getting excited a little bit too much in Discord, because this is the best. Like, being able, like, do you know what it feels like to be a human being? Got me in the W column. How, do you know what it feels like to hear, like, I can't ever thank you enough, for, like, and like you see it? like. I am living the single best life. I have real skill sets. I'm an over the top, great communicator. Intoxicated with admiration. Admiration is the greatest feeling. I have a lot of famous friends. And when we're out and about, which is very rare, because that's what they have to deal with, they're always so marveled by, and now I've gotten to a place where I'm getting plenty of attention as well. They're just always so marveled, like just stunned by the interactions I have compared to what they have. And I tell them all the time, I'm like, whoever they are, I'm like, they love you because you're beautiful. They love you because you can throw a football. They love you because you're good in a movie. That's a very different thing than they like you because you're doing something good for them. Mm-hmm. It's different. You know, like, it's different and it's the best and I'm very grateful for it. And so, um, they're, they're curious but it's gonna take them time to really go there. As far as your business, I don't think that's a good use of time. What I think is a great use of time on the reverse is social media is about to go through a massive transformation. So when I invested in Tumblr, I thought it was gonna be bigger than Facebook and Twitter. So those are the first three companies I invested in. I remember vividly telling AJ, I think I got the big one, because it was the third one. And the reason I invested in it was once I heard David Karp explain what he was trying to build with Tumblr, and he had already had some success, I had a very simple sentence I said to myself, which was, the interest graph is bigger than the social graph. That was it. The interest graph is bigger than the social graph. Tumblr's mission was people to follow things they were interested in, not people. And I remember thinking that makes sense, because I was at a good age at that point. I had already, 
had different relationships with my high school and college friends because life changes. And as many of you have lived over the last 15 years, there was people that you follow that it was awesome when you were both working at the same place or in the same, but then after, it was like really not awesome. And then when things got political, it got even more not awesome, right? And you know, that's not what we want. What we actually want is the things we're into. And so I was very bullish on Tumblr. It's, you know, David wasn't as good of an operator as he was a visionary and so that sold, and I did great, sold for a billion dollars to Yahoo which at the time seemed like a trillion. And so when I saw Musical.ly I knew. Pattern recognition. This wasn't about girls dancing, they were, it was feeding people what they wanted. Nonetheless, TikTok now clearly is the biggest social network in the world and now you're seeing what happens next. Instagram is making substantial moves. But more importantly, everything that's gonna be built tomorrow is gonna have that knowledge in place. We are going through a major interest-based world and right now YouTube Shorts for everybody here should be their number one obsession. So being great at YouTube Shorts is something I highly recommend, lots of virality, but YouTube has something that TikTok doesn't, which is search. So when you make it, you title it, it can go viral, but then it sits on the number two search engine in the world, which is YouTube. The number one search engine in the world is Google, and the number two search engine in the world is YouTube. And so now if you're making a video, let's go back to my old wine world. If I'm making a video of like how to taste Riesling is something people might search, or what's the best temperature to taste Riesling, right? Or does all white wine have to be cold, right? All these are things that people would search but I still might make a Gary Vee video in front of it. I can make it entertaining and informative, but the metadata underneath is more search-based, which makes it more evergreen long-term. YouTube Shorts, that you should focus on.